We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. So don't search match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more that you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of the show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash manifest. Just go to indeed.com slash manifest right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash manifest. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. For the new year, I really want to make sure that sauning is a big part of my wellness routine, and that is where I'm thrilled to bring in Bond Charge. Bond Charge is a holistic wellness brand with a huge range of evidence-based products to optimize your life in every way. Founded on science and inspired by nature, all Bond Charge products adapt ancestral ways of living in our modern-day world. Their extensive range of premium wellness products help you sleep better, perform better, and have more energy, recover faster, balance hormones, reduce inflammation. The list really is endless. If you're interested, go to bondcharge.com manifest and use coupon code manifest to save 15%. That's B-O-N-C-H-A-R-G-E dot com slash manifest and use coupon code manifest to save 15% off on your purchase. That's bondcharge.com slash manifest. Welcome back to today's episode of Manifest with Tori DeSimone. I am your host, Tori DeSimone, and I'm really excited for today's episode because I'm going to be introducing a couple new segments into the episode today. Um, so yeah, I'm really excited to do that. We're gonna, I'm going to get into it in a little bit of what exactly we're going to do. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to say, hey, I hope you guys are having the best day ever. Um, it's a Thursday when I'm recording this. It's almost noon. It's so cold outside and so rainy outside. It's like so gloomy. I'm filming this in my Philly apartment and I'm doing it in my living room. So I'm hoping that the sound is okay. Um, this room is a little more echoey than what I'm normally used to. Um, so I'm going to test it out in here and hope it sounds good. So I wanted to introduce a couple of segments onto this podcast before I just went into like the meat of the episode. I feel like it'll just give you guys a little bit of longer episodes, which I know you want. Um, and it'll also give a little more structure. A lot of times, like what I'm running into is that I have a topic that I really want to talk about, but it only takes like five, 10, 15 minutes to talk about. And I know you guys want longer episodes that aren't like 15 minutes. So this to me is like a good way to talk about manifestation um, and growing yourself spiritually and higher self and all that sort of stuff that we'd love to talk about on here, but also giving you guys like actual tips and tricks and like things that you will find beneficial to your life. So yeah, I'm going to start introducing that. 
So I asked you guys on the Facebook group if this would be a segment that you guys would be interested in. And every single person that commented was like, yeah, like this sounds really amazing. So I'm really excited. So what I'm going to be doing is introducing three things that I'm grateful for that happened in the previous week, three things that I'm manifesting in this current week, and then a question that you guys are going to ask me on the Facebook page that I will answer. I think this is a really good way to get like interactive with you guys. Um, it doesn't have to be about the topic that we're talking about today. It can literally be about anything. Um, so yeah, ask away and I'll be sure to answer it. Who knows? Maybe we could bring us on a whole different tangent on something else. All right. So we're just going to jump right into it. If you guys want to join the Facebook group that is manifest with Tori D. Simone, um, you just search that on Facebook and uh, it'll show up and then just hit request to join. Somebody DM me the other day. She's like, Hey, I love your podcast manifest with Tori D. Simone. What's your Facebook group called? And I'm like, just search the podcast name Facebook and there it is. So that's what it is. But all right, let's get into it. So grateful. What am I grateful for that happened last week? So, um, the relaxation of the week that I had, um, what I mean is like, I'm in the middle of a lull period right now. I'm waiting for confirmation for a couple of things. And in the meantime, there's like nothing that I can be doing to like move a project that I have in the works forward. So I just have to like kind of wait. And, um, it's been great. Like it's kind of stressful because I just want to get things moving, but at the same time, like there's not anything that I literally can be doing right now. So I've been able to have like kind of a relaxed week. Like I've been able to take it slow, take it a little bit easier. Um, it's been really, really nice. I haven't had a lot of meetings. There's not a ton of work with stride to do. There's a lot of social media work coming up, um, with brand deals and stuff, but that's happening at the end of this week. So yeah, it's been really, really great how relaxing the week has been. Um, another thing that I'm really grateful for is that my friends are coming home. Um, so like I said, I'm recording this on Thursday. So for me, it's this upcoming weekend. But when you guys are listening to it, it was a weekend that just passed um, in Sea Isle, which is a beach at uh, in New Jersey. My favorite beach, by the way. Um, Seattle is having a polar bear plunge, which is where like you jump in the ocean and it's like freezing cold. And then you like go to the bars and just like day drink all day. Like it's so much fun. Um, so my two best friends, Lindsay and Katie are coming home from, uh, Penn state and we're going to go to Seattle this weekend for the polar bear plunge. And I'm so excited. I'm just so excited to like be 21 and like have a great time and not really have to worry about, um, work. So super, super excited about that. So I'm really grateful that they're coming home. And another thing that I've been noticing that I'm really grateful for is how well I'm sleeping at night. I rarely wake up in the middle of the night um, and just like, I mean, at all. But if I ever do, I just fall right back asleep. Like I'm just really grateful for how well I've been, I've been sleeping lately. Um, it's been really, really amazing. So yeah, I'm super grateful for that. Um, all right. The three things that I'm manifesting. The first one is that I get good news on Sunday. This is sort of what I was talking about, how I'm in like a little period of just waiting, um, for confirmation. So I should be getting that confirmation on Sunday. So I'm really just manifesting good news on Sunday. Um, the second thing that I'm manifesting is a productive week to follow the good news that I will be receiving on Sunday. And the third thing that I'm manifesting is the wealth for stride, meaning in terms of like the finances and stuff um, for a bigger project that I will be announcing on March 1st. Um, I'm manifesting money to come to to come to stride. So yeah, that's, that's what I'm manifesting. Now I'm going to answer a question that one of you guys submitted in the Facebook group. Um, and it's actually the first question I just posted a couple minutes ago, but it's the first question. Jade asks, do you ever feel out of place or weird because you are an entrepreneur at such a young age? Don't take this question the wrong way. I only ask because I'm in the same boat. So I get curious if you have similar feelings about it. 
Well, Jay, to answer your question, yes. Um, I do get, uh, I do feel weird being an entrepreneur at such a young age because there have been many, many instances where I'm not taken seriously and like I don't blame other people. Um, like why would they take a kid seriously? Like when I started Stride, I was literally 19 years old. Um, who would take a 19-year-old seriously? You know what I mean? Like I'd go to business meetings and I looked like the child. Um And I get it. So I just have to really assert my dominance in certain situations. And there's a saying um, that this one fitness instructor that I love, his name is CK, he um, went to prison and he made a video on his Instagram and he goes, in prison, a lot of people say, um, let your walk talk, not your talk talk. And that has like stuck with me because you can say all you want. Like you can have all these goals and you can have ambitions and you can say that you're going to do the most amazing things with your life. But it's really the actions that you do. Like if I was a 19 year old, that's like, yeah, I'm going to open up a spin studio and I'm going to do X, Y, and Z, but I never follow through on any of it. Okay. Like I'm just letting my talk talk. Like I'm not really doing anything to move the needle forward. I'm not doing anything beneficial. I'm just sort of just like living a lie, but me opening up a studio and me getting the funding for it and, you know, making all that, all that happen, that's letting the walk talk. And yeah, that's kind of what I live by. So you just have to prove yourself and assert your dominance and let people know that you're not messing around. For the new year, I really want to make sure that sauning is a big part of my wellness routine, and that is where I'm thrilled to bring in Bond Charge. Bond Charge is a holistic wellness brand with a huge range of evidence-based products to optimize your life in every way. Founded on science and inspired by nature, all Bond Charge products adapt ancestral ways of living in our modern-day world. Their extensive range of premium wellness products help you sleep better, perform better, and have more energy, recover faster, balance hormones, reduce inflammation. The list really is endless. So from blue light glasses, starlight therapy, to EMF management, and circadian-friendly lighting, Bond Charge products help you naturally address the issues of our modern day way of life effortlessly with maximum impact. One of my favorite products from Bond Charge is their infrared sauna blanket. I loved sauning and I have for a really long time, but the problem is I always have to go to the gym. And a lot of times I want to sauna at night when I'm cozy at home. I just don't want to leave. That's why using the infrared sauna blanket at home has been so amazing. This is a really great way to ease stress and unwind at the end of the day. It's also really good to detoxify and it promotes um, lower inflammation in the body, which is really, really huge. What's also really cool is that because this is a blanket, your head is out of it. So it's honestly, I find it's easier to stay in this longer. And because my head is out of it, I'm able to like read a little bit longer and my body still gets all the good benefits that I get while being in the sauna blanket. It's really easy to set up and it's also really easy to clean. It takes less than a minute to set up. It heats up really quickly and I can enjoy like a 30, 40 minute session in the sauna blanket while I'm relaxing, reading, watching TV, meditating. While if I'm in the sauna, I can really only stay in it for like 15 minutes because it gets so hot and uncomfortable, but because my head's out, I'm able to stay in it longer, but I still get all the benefits of it. I just feel so much more relaxed after my sessions. I just feel really, really good. And I just love ending my night with a sauna. Bond Charge ships worldwide in 
rapid time. They have free shipping on every sauna blanket. They also have easy returns and exchanges, and they have a 12-month warranty. If you're interested, go to bondcharge.com manifest and use coupon code manifest to save 15%. That's B-O-N-C-H-A-R-G-E.com slash manifest and use coupon code manifest to save 15% off on your purchase. That's bondcharge.com slash manifest. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't a search at all. So don't search match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. So ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree that Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. One of the things that I love about Indeed is that I've been able to use it for all of my businesses across uh, the last few years, and it's been really amazing. What I love the most is that I'm able to put down like exactly what it is that I want on Indeed and the candidates that match that get sent right to me. And then the hard part actually becomes narrowing down which ones are the best for me because they all are exactly what I'm looking for. And then it really just comes down to like, which do I vibe with the best? And that's honestly pretty hard to choose from. But Indeed makes it really easy for me to find really good quality candidates that find exactly what I'm looking for instantly. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more that you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of the show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash manifest. Just go to indeed.com slash manifest right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash manifest. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. So yeah, that was a fun little segment. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, I think I'm going to add it into every single week of the episode. Some days I'll probably be longer. Sometimes I'll probably go through it rather quickly. It really just depends on what I want to talk about. Um, But today I'm really excited to get into the meat of the episode today. And that is how to balance it all. Um, Whether that's, you know, how to balance a healthy lifestyle with owning a business, going to school, friendships, being a mom, anything like that. Um, And this is going to be very personal to everybody that listens to this. Now, I'm going to be using the word boss and business a lot, but you can interchange boss with any other role that you play in your life. So roles in your life, for example, are boss, student, friend, wife, mother, girlfriend, grandmother, coworker, all these sorts of things. They're roles that we play in our life. I'm primarily going to be using the boss and friend role in today's episode, but remember that whenever I use the word boss, um, you can absolutely change it out with anything that fits you, like replace it with whatever your role is. Um, So another thing that I want you to just remember while I talk about this episode today is that I have a complete advantage and a complete upper hand in the sense that I'm single, I live alone for the most part, 
and I only have my life to take account for. So everything that I'm saying, take it with a grain of salt. Like if you're a mom with three kids, obviously this is going to be much different for you. If you are a kid that's putting yourself through college, this is going to be very different for you. Like my life is completely based off of what I want to do every single day. I have no one telling me what to do. I have no other responsibilities other than myself being my own boss. So while I'm really lucky, um, just remember that my circumstance is very unique and I'm really aware of that and I'm very fortunate of that. Um, and yeah, so just remember that going through today's episode. So we're going to be talking about how to balance it all. Um, so the number one thing that I recommend for you guys to do first is write out your priorities. I say this in a ton of episodes, but it's really important. And if you've never heard it before, this will really hit you the first time that you hear it. I want you to close your eyes and I want you to think of a list of the top five things. It can be a person, it can be a thing, anything. The top five things that you love the most in this world. So think about it for a minute. Once you have it, I want you to continue to think about what number six is, what number seven is, what number eight is. How far down on the list do you have to go until you say that you love yourself? The number one thing that you should have on that list when I ask you what are the top five things that you love the most in this world, the number one thing that you should say is yourself. When we prioritize ourself, it tends to be a lot lower on the totem pole than maybe our kids, our husband, our boyfriends, our friends, our job, our health, anything like that. Um, And I say this in a lot of episodes too, but it's because I mean it. If you aren't whole and you aren't good and you aren't treating your body like a temple that it is, how are you going to expect yourself to ever devote yourself to anything else? How are you going to give love to anything else? How are you going to give passion to anything else or energy to anything else? If your bucket is empty, there's nothing left to give. But if your bucket's full, you have so much to give. So When it comes to balancing it all, it comes down to priorities and goals. So what really are your priorities? For me, I have four priorities. The first one is myself. The second one is stride. The third one is podcasting and social media. And the fourth one is my friendships and my social life. So then within my priorities, I set these goals. And my goals that I'm setting that I'm about to tell to you guys are very immediate. These goals should change frequently because we are working on realistic short-term goals. I can make a whole episode on how to create like a 10-year plan. I think I've done it a little bit in the past, but I can make like a dedicated episode. 10-year plan, then you'll shrink that down to a five-year plan, which will then be shrunken down to a three-year plan, which will then be shrunken down to a one-year plan, which will then be shrunken down to a one-month plan, goes down to a week plan, goes down to a day plan. So Yes, we're setting up all these goals, but for right now, these are immediate goals that you can work on every single day. So with priorities, you're going to be setting goals. So go down each of your priority list and make goals. So for myself, which is my number one priority, my goals are to work out on my own five times a week. This does not mean going to a spin class. Like if I teach spin, that's not a workout on my own. That's just me teaching. So workout on my own is like going to the gym, going to a workout class in the city, something like that. So working out five times a week on my own. The second one is finding a healthy relationship with food. Uh, The third one is sleeping seven hours a night. 
Fourth is drink one gallon of water a day. And the fifth is probably the one that I have to work on the most, which is speaking to myself with love. So those are my priorities and uh, sorry, those are my goals and my first priority, which is myself. The goals in stride, um, I can't say two of them because that's under wraps, but will be announced on March 1st. Um, So I want to bring in X amount of revenue in 2020 and I was manifesting um, waitlist goals with the amount of clientele in every single class. So that's my stride goals. Sorry that they're kind of vague, but I kind of want to keep that private. Um, the next one is podcasting and social media. So my goals for podcasting and social media is one YouTube video every Sunday, which I'm going to be working on. That's a goal of mine. One podcast every Monday, two TikToks a week. Um, this is like funny because like I literally never thought that word would come out of my mouth, that whole sentence, but I've been really into TikToks and a lot of people have been telling me like that there's great opportunity on TikTok, especially for like spin videos. Cause I know a lot of you guys really want to see spin videos. So I think it'd be great to post like spin videos on there, like what I eat in a day on there. Um, just getting like the stride culture on there, workout outfits of the week, all that sort of stuff. Um, my TikTok is at Tori Sterling underscore. If you guys want to follow me, I haven't posted anything yet, but I really want to. So yeah, follow me. So anyway, two TikToks a week. Um, I want to make X amount average a month from social media. Um, I want to prioritize social media like I do stride. Um, I want X and then I'm manifesting X amount of followers on Instagram and X amount of subscribers on YouTube. And then my last priority is my friendships and my social life. And my goals for that is to allow myself to be 21 by not feeling guilty for going out and having fun. I always feel really guilty when I go out and have a good time. Like this weekend, I'm going to be uh, down in Sea Isle at the Polar Bear Plunge, like I said. And I just know that I'm going to feel really guilty knowing that like there's things for the business that I could be doing that I'm like, I have a business. Like I have to hold myself to a higher standard than most 21 year olds. Like I shouldn't really be doing the things that I do. Um, and no one holds me to that standard except myself. All of my clients, employees, friends, everyone's like, Tori, like you need to go have fun. You need to go live your life. And I know that, but I just feel really guilty every time that I do it. So a goal of mine is to not feel guilty and to let myself be 21 and to go have a good time. Uh, my other goal is to separate my work and my life. Um, I'm really trying hard. I downloaded a new app to help with where text messages can be stored so I can keep like all my text messages that are on my phone, just like personal and friendship stuff like that. And my last goal is to not give in to the social pressures of food and alcohol. Um, I just really don't like drinking alcohol. It's just something that I like realized. And I've always known that I don't like drinking I was never like a big drinker growing up. Like I don't think I've ever been like out of control drunk. Like I've definitely been tipsy a couple of times, but like never blackout drunk, never out of control. I just don't really like it. I don't like all the extra calories that I get from it. I don't like the feeling that I get from it. Um, It's just not really my thing. And that's totally fine. That might change in a couple of years, but as of right now, I just don't love it. Um, So obviously this weekend, it's a huge drinking weekend and I just want to not give into the social pressure of it. Also with food, I really look at food as an opportunity to bond with a lot of people and I want to start looking at food as nourishment and not an opportunity to bond. So yeah, that's what I'm working on. So your priorities determine your goals and your goals determine your daily actions and your actions should be a reflection of your goals and priorities.
now that you have your priorities and goals in check, um, the next thing is to structure your day. When your day has structure, this is the best way to establish balance. Now with structure, you have to have grace because things are going to come up. Like what happens if you're a mom and your kids are really sick? What happens if something happens in your business and you need to go attend to it? What happens if you're traveling? Like you have to be able to give yourself grace with structure, but I also do know that structure gives a lot like the more disciplined you are with your time, the more lenient you can also be with your time. It doesn't really make a lot of sense when I say it like that, but it really does help. So when it comes to structuring your day, um, I have an entire episode on how I plan my life, like digitally and in a planner. Um, if you guys want to scroll down and just listen to that episode, if you have any questions about like how I organize everything, it's all exactly the same. Um, but when it comes to structuring your day, I am a firm believer in making every single day have a to-do list, to have an agenda. And I lit like, that's what I look forward to every single day is writing down my to-do list. It's always to my left, no matter where I am, I always have my agenda with me. So, uh, the number one thing, um, is to start with your number and with your number one priority. So in this case, it's myself. And I know that I want to get enough sleep. I want to work out. I want to eat healthy and I want to talk to myself with love. So the number one thing that I'm going to do is go to bed early. So this is actually starting the night before to start my next day the best. So going to bed early around 9 30 to 11 PM, because I know I want seven hours of sleep. Um, and I find that if I wake up at 6 a.m. every day, that's been like the best start time for me. But I'll get into that in a second. So I go to bed early, 9.30 to 11 o'clock is about the time that I go to bed. Um, the second thing that I make sure that I do every single day is workout. This is a goal, as I mentioned earlier, but I also love doing this. I am my best boss when I give myself my own morning. So I wake up early enough that I don't feel guilty about not being present in my business. If I were to wake up at 9 a.m. every day, I would feel like an actual piece of garbage because I'm like, I have a business and like they're already at work and like here I am sleeping in until 9 a.m. every single day. Like Tori, like you don't deserve to have a business. Um, but I'm also not killing myself and waking up at 4 a.m. every single day like what I used to do because I had so much guilt. So I found like a really happy medium um, of 6 a.m., which is late enough that I can get enough sleep, um, regardless of what, whether I go to bed at 9 or 11. Um, I feel really, really refreshed, and this keeps me on a very consistent routine. I wake up at 6 a.m. every single day, even on the weekends. I teach at Saturday, 8 a.m., so waking up at 6 a.m. is literally just the normal thing for me to do on Saturdays. On Sundays, I don't set an alarm, but my body tends to wake up at 6 a.m., and when my body gets up, I get up too. So every single day, even on weekends, I get up at 6 a.m. And then my routine in the morning is I wake up at 6 a.m., I roll out of bed, I go leave for the gym at around like 6.30, and then I get home from the gym around 8 to 8.15 to start my workday. This way, I'm available all morning if the early girls at the studio need me for anything because we have classes starting at 5.30 in the morning. Um, so if the girls need me for anything, I'm available, but... Um, I'm not like actively working. I'm working out for myself. My brain hasn't fully turned into work mode yet. And yeah, I just really like working out first thing in the morning. It's like the best. Um, I've also gotten a lot more lenient on my workouts. So I have a gym split that I really like, which is, um, I do legs quad focused one day and abs. 
the second day I do either back and buys or chest or sorry, uh, shoulders and triceps. It really just depends on what I want to do that day. Then the third day I will do, um, legs again. So it's normally hamstrings and, uh, booty. The fourth day I will do, um, whatever upper body I didn't do. So if I did back and buys then I'll do uh, chest and, uh, shoulders and triceps the next day. And then the fifth day, I always am in Philly on Thursdays. So I tend to always um, take a workout class here in Philly. So whether that's rumble or berries or a soul cycle class or CrossFit classes or yoga class, um, I take a class because I don't join, I don't belong to a gym down here. I just take classes when I'm down here and it's really fun. So that's been my workout schedule. And I really like it. So if for whatever reason, like I missed a day lifting, I'll just pick up where I left off the next day. So it's not like Mondays or leg days and then Tuesdays is back and by. Like it's not really like that. I just sort of pick up where I left off. Um, so after my workout, I like to eat. And I like to keep the, I like to uh, eat the same things pretty much every day. So an average day of eating for me looks like fruit in the morning with probiotics, digestive enzyme, green and green cortisol juice. So, um, this is not me food combining. I literally do not condone that. Um, but it helps me so much with my digestion when I have fruit in the morning paired with probiotics and a digestive enzyme and green cortisol juice. I literally can't even explain it. Like it just, it's done such a world of difference. Um, the digestive enzyme that I'm currently taking is a papaya supplement. And the fruit that I normally eat is papaya. So I just get like double papaya and I love it. Um, the second breakfast that I have either after I teach spin or a couple hours later is oatmeal. And in my oatmeal, I make it with water, cinnamon, peanut butter, and blueberries. I love oatmeal. I literally look forward to this every single day. Um, number three is lunch. And that's normally like a big kale salad with avocado, hummus, chickpeas, brown rice, Brussels sprouts, craisins, and the Trader Joe's almond butter turmeric salad dressing. Oh my God, it's so good. Um, for a snack, I'll normally have avocado toast on rice cakes. And sometimes you might hate me for this. Sometimes I add an egg on top, but not really. Um, just if I feel like I'm really like I'm eating super carby and I need some protein in my life, I'll add an egg on top. Rarely though, um, which side note, I've been watching that food sensitivity testing that everyone and their mother is sending me. Um, it's interesting for sure, but it brings me right back to my very first episode that I ever put up on this podcast that I'm confused as shit. Everybody has something to say about everything and I don't know what to believe. So I don't know what I believe, man. I'm just feeling out what works for me. But anyway, tangent. Okay. And then for dinner, I normally have um, roasted vegetables with brown rice and some sort of protein. So whether that's like um, meatless meatballs or tofu, sometimes even ground turkey or salmon, I'll incorporate into my dinners pretty rarely, but sometimes every now and then. And then for dessert, I have one little block of the Hue salty chocolate bar. Those are my favorite with the red cortisol juice and peppermint or ginger lemon hot tea. And I love what I eat. I do incorporate food into my daily agenda and my daily structure. I do this because I know that I'm not my best boss or my best self for that matter. When I'm hungry or thinking of when my next meal is or what it's going to be, I really like to have this planned out. It lets me stop stressing out about food. And that's something that I'm working on with my um, relationship with food, which I mentioned a little bit earlier. Um, okay. So after I wake up, work out, eat my breakfast, um, while I'm eating my breakfast, I write down my to-do list. This is something that I used to do at night. 
And I recently switched over to doing it in the morning and I found found that I wake up so much less anxious when I do it in the morning because like when I do it the night before, I find myself so stressed out about everything that I have to do tomorrow. But when I do it in the morning, like I can go to sleep the night before knowing like, okay, like I did as much as I could do today. And then I go to sleep like not having responsibilities for the next day. Um, then I wake up, work out, eat. And then while I'm eating, I write down my to-do list and it just helps me so much lower my cortisol and stress and just manage all the anxiety that comes with business ownings and things like that. So yeah. Uh, so after I write down my to-do list, that's when I begin working. Work is different every single day. So sometimes it means a million meetings. Sometimes it means teaching a spin class. Sometimes it means sitting at home to do work. Sometimes it means not having much work at all, which is rare, but sometimes it happens. Um, and work for me includes both stride and social media that I balance in my calendar and planner, which like I said, I have a whole episode on, but stride and social media work is up in my priorities. It's number two and three. So I make sure that I'm prioritizing two and three in my big hunk of my work day. Um, I also write in my planner to take breaks. So whether that's what's time generally I'm going to be eating. Now, like in my planner for today, I had that I was going to go get lunch around like 1 30. It's 1220 right now. And I can probably safely say that that sounds somewhat right. Like I'm getting kind of hungry. So that sounds about right. But like, let's say it's like, you know, I wrote in my planner, like have lunch at two. Um, and I'm starving right now. Like I'm going to go eat right now. So that's where I mean, like take grace with it. I write in breaks. So like when I'm going to eat, when I'm going to call friends, when I'm going to socialize, things like that. Um, the other thing that I structure in my day is when I'm going to be ending my work day. And that is around the time of 4.30 p.m. to 7 p.m. It completely depends on the day, if I'm teaching, if I'm taking a workout class at night, which is pretty rare, but it happens, um, and the tasks at hand. So like on Mondays, for example, I end my work day at like 3.45 p.m. because I get ready to teach spin at 5 p.m. that day. So I get ready from 3.45 to 4.15. I leave my house at 4.15. I get to the studio at 4.30, and I teach at 5 p.m., and then I normally don't get home until like 7, 7.15 and then by the time I get home, I'm just tired and I don't want to do any work. Tuesdays, for example, my days end at 4.45. So it's an hour later because I teach an hour later. Um, and then on Wednesdays and Thursdays, I don't teach at night. So it's like completely different. And it just really is done whenever I say that it's done. Like tonight, I have a rumble class at 5.30. So I'm probably going to be ending my work day at about 5 o'clock today. So that's sort of what I mean. Like it, it, it's dependent on the day. Um, and that's where it takes grace. So um, I also like to shower before I eat dinner and unwind on the couch. This really helps my brain know that the day's over and I tend to get really, really sleepy during this, which is a really big reason that I think I sleep so well at night because I do have this little routine every single day where I get home, I shower, I make dinner, I sit down and I watch TV or I watch YouTube videos, I watch TikToks, I go on Instagram, I just like completely be mindless probably not the best thing that I could be doing, but it feels really good. And, um, it just completely lets me unwind and be a lazy 21 year old. So I like to do that. Um, sometimes though, if my friends are home, because number four of my priorities is my friends and my social life. Um, if I'm home, I will hang out with my friends while I eat dinner and unwind on the couch. Like I'll invite them over and we can just like literally do nothing together. Um, if I'm in Philly, I'll chat with my roommates. If, um, they're home and like we are watching like the bachelor together or whatever. 
sometimes I'll get dinner with a friend. Like last night I got dinner in the city with one of my friends, Ashley. Um, that was great. That was at like seven o'clock. Um, I've stopped doing social things in the middle of my work day. That's me not prioritizing my work day during work hours. And it completely throws off my whole flow state. So I really have stopped like getting lunches in the middle of the day or going to get coffee with a friend at 1030 in the morning. Like it just doesn't work for me. Like if you want to hang out as a friend, like we can hang out when I'm done my work day because I need to get work done. I've also learned that when I'm done for the workday, if work texts come through, um, I've learned to say, I'll get to this in the morning or I'll reply to this in the morning. And then I reply after I went to the gym and after I had my breakfast. So around like 8.45 is when I'll start replying to um, work texts, which, which if you told me that like six months ago, I'd been like, oh my God, how the hell can you wait until 8.45 to respond to a work text? pretty easily actually. Um, and then the last thing that I do to structure my day is I go to bed around 9 30 and 11 so I can get seven hours of sleep, rinse and repeat for the next day. So I structure my to-do list and my daily agenda around the entire list that I just said. And all of that is taken directly from my goals and my priorities. So I have a couple takeaways for you guys to take home on this episode, and then we're going to wrap it up. Um, the first one is just to stop overcomplicating it. Balancing your life can be definitely hard, but once you write out exactly what you want in your life, your priorities fall into line, your goals are mapped out literally in front of you. It's very easy to get the things done that you want to do if you have that discipline. So stop overcomplicating it. Another thing that I want you guys to take away is health and fitness should be really, really fun and exciting. So for example, if you don't need an intermittent fast because it doesn't work with your lifestyle, don't do it. Eat when you're hungry, rest when you're tired, eat foods that nourish your body. Remember that food is food. It's not points. It's not a number. It doesn't fit into a calorie count or a macro count. Food is food. What you eat needs to be enjoyable, maintainable, and realistic. I'm talking a lot about food because I know that a lot of us prioritize this. So an extreme diet that consumes your life during this stage of motivation is great, but it's not going to be realistic when life hits you. Like what's going to happen when you travel, when your kids get sick, when your business needs more attention from you? What's going to happen if you're a student during midterms? A diet is great when you're motivated, but there's a lot more times that you're not motivated than you are. So make sure that whatever you're eating, that your lifestyle can be sustainable. It lines up with you. Eating the same thing every single day is okay and it's actually good for you. Don't let Instagram or YouTube like make you think like you have to keep switching it up. Like, I mean, if it works for you and you like it, keep eating it. Also, it's going to cut down on your grocery bill if you know exactly what to get. Every single week, it's going to help you a lot. Um, another thing is to find people that align with your lifestyle. I'm so lucky that I have found the best of friends that completely align with my lifestyle. If your friends are wild party animals and that's so not you and they just want to get blacked out every single weekend and order dominoes every single night, they may not be your people. While they're a great time to be around, they just might not be the right person for you. I can do a whole episode on how to find your people, but the biggest tip is to be authentically yourself, do all the things that you would normally do, and the right people will find you. That's what happened to me. Um, another thing is, and the last thing is to sleep. This literally changes everything, and it's something that we all love to do. You uh, are more productive, you're healthier. 
Um, you want to work out, your mood improves, all these great benefits happen when you sleep. Um, so yeah, I would definitely just recommend sleeping more guys. It's the easiest thing and it's the best thing ever to do. And that is how you're going to balance your life. So I'm going to wrap up the episode there. I hope this helped you guys with balance and hope you felt a little bit of uh, security come over you and a little bit of relief come over you. Just remember that, yes, it takes discipline, but it also takes grace. So if you want to be spontaneous one day and go have the best time ever with your friends, go have fun and just remember that work is always going to be there tomorrow. So I hope you guys all enjoyed this episode. And if you guys want to join the Facebook group that is Manifest with Tori Simone, search that in the Facebook search bar. And yeah, that's where I'm going to be pulling all of my questions from. That's where uh, you guys are the best. You guys talk to one another and you guys are just so cute on there. So I love seeing you guys interact. And yeah, I'm going to end this episode here. So have a wonderful rest of your day. Happy Manifest Monday, guys. Protect your dream home with American Family Insurance. And you can weather any storm. You'll also save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote. Find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.